Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and I am your host, Benjamin Banks, and I got my co-host, Travi Boy Martin Jr., the third, the fourth, and the fifth, right across from me. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Good. Excited. That's good to hear, bro, man. I'm very excited, too, man. I just finished working out at the gym. I'm full of energy right now, and uh, I'm ready <laughs> to do this podcast, bro. So how have you been doing? Tell Chilling, everybody man. how your week's been, man. Uh, week's been a little crazy, man. What's, what's been, going on? I've just been busy, bro. You about, you about to be like your boy Stan and be like, I'm out, and then just go off and do your thing? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> like SpongeBob. Yeah, like SpongeBob. Right, I'm, I'm out. out. Bro, did you you saw it too, uh, this last weekend? Uh, two weekends ago. Two, I saw it opening weekend. Two weekends ago. Yeah. It was real good. Did you go see it opening weekend? I saw it. It came out Thursday, technically. Yeah. I saw it Saturday morning. I went to go see it Sunday. Sunday, yeah. I went to go see it Sunday, man. Uh, the the opening weekend that it came out, bro. And I really enjoyed it, man. Like, yeah, it was good. I I felt like this movie it it was made for for us. And what I mean by that is because it's like in the first in it chapter one they were kids, you know what I'm saying. And then it's like in it chapter two they were adults. And I feel like that we were those adults because it's like when you look at the movie, it's like they always had those flashbacks to when they were kids and they were having happier times and whatnot. Like that's happier times. Yeah. Like after they defeated it, remember they had the clubhouse and whatnot. And it's like, you know, it just made me think about when I was younger, man. And it's like how I used to have so much fun when I was a kid. But it's like now that I'm an adult we have to deal with adult responsibilities and we don't have i mean we still have fun but it's like we didn't have all of these we didn't have this weight on our shoulder when we were kids you know what i'm saying like all we did was watch tv play video games go outside go to school we didn't have to fight off monsters in the sewer yeah exactly i wish we did no i don't i wish we did because i would i would have went super saiyan okay and if i would have died i would have just rewind time but like you do yeah like i do bro do it for him oh i snapped my finger you now. snap your finger now okay yeah. <laughs> it's good bro but yeah so what did you think about the movie uh it was very story driven yes that's what i expected it to be mm-hmm. um definitely all right first of all let me just say this about chapter quote unquote chapter one okay probably one of the best horror movies i've ever seen okay it's it instantly became in my top my top five yeah and bro you got to remember too they said it's one of the highest grossing horror movies of all time the the first one is the first one yeah and then this came in second yeah that's crazy bro i I wonder what was the original top grossing horror movie i would i want to say saw not saw one but saw two i don't know one of the saws was bro it could have i mean like i know it came out oh no never mind never mind because halloween came out later so yeah well yeah that's crazy that it was the highest grossing of all time. I mean, it could be so. We had to check. My phone's charging right now, so I can't check right now. But uh, but yeah, man, like that's crazy. And and well, and what I like what you just said about uh, you know, it's one of your your top favorite horror the first movies. One. And like, bro, it's like most remakes they really don't hold up to the originals. And I will say that both it chapter one and chapter two and um, Pet Cemetery. Like they were like all three of them were phenomenal. Like I think that Pet Cemetery, the the remake is better than the original. And the only reason why I well, say that is because I felt like it was more scarier, right? Than the well, that's original. Why the, that's why Chapter One is so good because every scene with Pennywise, 
is really spooky, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. mean everything. That thing they did in the basement. Yeah. With um, you know, his head coming up out the water. Yeah. Like like halfway. Yeah. But like Pennywise didn't have the the poo hair. And it came down and it was wet. So it was like this long clown hair. Yeah. And it was like dripping in front of him. Well, that shank. I don't know, man. That the thing about chapter two, and again, some things that I've talked about before, the opening scene is just like there to be there. I don't not that it wasn't a good scene, but it played no factor in anything in the story. So yeah, what I think, was the point of it? I, I believe in the original it movie, um, like wasn't it? I think like a little girl got killed or yes. something like that, and like she went outside because it was behind. The, that was in the be- that the was beginning. in the beginning of. And well, that's it's why, one movie. And back that's then. why Mike, he was in the sheets. Yeah, he was hiding behind the sheets, and, and that's why Mike, as a kid, and that's why Mike had to call the rest of the gang back right. together. And then Stan was like, "I'm out." Yeah, well, dude, I'll tell you this: when I was a kid, and you saw that, and they had like the sheets because she's hanging them out to dry. Yeah, and. They're going like in and out the sheets because they're blowing in the wind. Yeah. And like sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Yeah. Bro, scared the living hell it out of like, me as a kid. It was like I Halloween. Did, dude, it was like scary, Michael Myers, bro. bro. It was I agree. scary. I agree, man. And, um, but yeah, just some things in chapter two, they just did it. The, I don't like to appease certain people, you think? No, I just in know. general, like, seen, uh, we talked about how they brought back, um, you know, the bully kid. But in the original movie, he felt him like he being was more brought back plays a factor because yeah. he had seen the deadlights. Yeah. And this one, he was just quote unquote possessed by by yeah. Pennywise to kill them, to help him kill. I don't know. And then it led to nothing. Yeah. It led to nothing except for the fact that you got a little scene with, um, I can't remember any anybody's name right now because I'm drawing about? a blank, but the kid with the inhaler or the adult with the inhaler Eddie. now, Eddie. Yeah. You got like a little scene with him where he was courageous. And I yeah, guess that's why it's there. He was, Eddie was a lot more braver in this movie than he was, than he in, was in, the in, in the original OG. Movie. Yeah. 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 But all in all, I would highly recommend it if you haven't no, seen no, it yet. No, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's really good. I put it up there. It's really good. Like, and, and, like it, was, they, and it was, and it was lengthy too. And I, I too lengthy. No, I like, bro, I feel like if, a movie is going to be really, really good. I feel like you need that extra space. Like, look at Endgame, for example. Like, I felt like Endgame, like, you needed that much time because this is wrapping everything up. And after yeah, but this... The, like, exactly. Did you have any questions when Endgame ended? Yeah. We questions? Talk, we talked about it on... Uh, I mean, questions as far as that story coming to a conclusion. There's open-ended stuff to lead into the next phases because that's what's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But... And it chapter two, I didn't get no conclusion outside of the fact that Pennywise is quote unquote defeated. But other than that, there's like mad other questions. Yeah, and we talked we talked about like, this and whatnot. It's like you didn't answer any of my questions. Yeah. So well, well, moving along, and before we get to today's topic, something else I want to talk about too is the Steven Universe movie. Yeah, I still now, haven't seen it. I got the soundtrack, though. Bro, that's soundtrack like, the soundtrack fire. is fire, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is my thing. Like, I, I love Steven Universe. I love the message that it gives to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Is that, you know, everybody's different. And when you think about it, it's like all of the enemies on the show, it's like they always end up becoming his friends or good people just because of it's, who it's, just because of who Steven is. It's just like Naruto. Steven is a very positive person. And it's like he wants to become friends with everybody and he'll try to fix whatever issue he can. And it's like the fight scenes are always really sweet, man. I love all the characters on the show. But... 
Yeah, they're ne- sweet for the kind of show that. Yeah, for is. the show it is, but I've never. I've never like watched every single episode like from no, from neither. the first no. to the end because you know how Cartoon Network is. It's like sometimes it's like they just show you up have randomly. to be watching it since day one and yeah. catch yeah yeah. But uh, but I watched the movie and I loved the movie and one of the sweet things that I loved about it was in the beginning of the movie if you aren't a fan of the show like say like say like uh for example like you're not all caught up. It's like when they were singing the song in the beginning of the movie. It's like pretty much they like caught brought you up to speed on like Stephen Amethyst. They gave Pearl, you the premise of what the show is, who Garnet. the character are, yeah. yeah. And it's and it was it was a, it was a musical. So I mean, like I would highly recommend yeah, you, no, that's anybody what you said. to the watch soundtrack that. Fire, yeah. The soundtrack, man. The true Stephen Universe is a fire show. Bro, anyways. the true love and um. Uh, what is the song? It's the song that they sing in the beginning of the movie, uh, Happily Ever After. Right. Yeah, like, really good movie. Yeah. And I'm probably going to watch well, that's it again. Why, and I think I talked to you about this. People say what they want about the new era of Cartoon Network. Yeah. But I can I can name a list of OKKO, okay, great show. Yeah. Um, Steven Universe. We Bear Bears, great show. Steven Universe, great show. Um, that 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 it's a new show. Um, with the two brothers and Craig I'm, of the Creek, great Craig show. Craig of the Creek. What's the show with the two brothers? The two Hispanic brothers. I can't remember what it's called. I ain't seen that one. It's re- it's really good though. I, I I'm missing um one with the goldfish and oh um, gumball gumball. Like dude, Kurt. But see, but the pro- but the problem is, is that. It's like when you just show Teen Titans all the time. I know. It's but, like you have to catch. You in, have to catch those shows. But that's the reason why people complain about it all the time is because but those they're shows like, that's started all the, they show is Teen Titans during go. the day. Yes, but once four o'clock, it's four four thirty. Sometimes five, it is. Sometimes it's still just Teen Titans. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids, but it's, it's usually, not. usually Trust when me, I, I have to watch it every day. Usually when I turn the Cartoon Network, I just always see Teen Titans. But it's like I told you before too. It's like they want you to get the app. And at the same time, yeah, too, exactly. we're not kids anymore. So it's like kids watching Teen Titans go all day. It's not going to affect them. It's, it's no it's diff- the same it's, thing as when they when just we showed was, a marathon of Rugrats when we were kids. Yeah, or day, when I mean? they showed a marathon of Dexter's Lab yeah, or Johnny yeah, Bravo. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this well, up. And, before oh, we wrap ahead. this up, I just want to go back to one thing. I really did enjoy chap- Chapter 2. I don't want to leave on a note like people thinking I didn't like it. Yeah. I liked so it. So you didn't think it was just, trash? No, no, of course not. I just didn't think... I didn't expect to be as, as good as the first one because that's like, like I said, it immediately went into my top five. So I can't even compare it to that because that's like, it's a special movie for yeah. me. But I thought it could have been a little bit better, but it was still good. But I just wanted to bring up something since we're going to this Halloween era of, you know, it's almost spooky season, right? Yeah. You said that most remakes are meh, but I didn't you, say that just now. You, oh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah I earlier. Said, Yes, yeah, and then yeah. you named how good good ones like it and Pet Cemetery and stuff. But a lot of people say that horror remakes are trash, and I think it's because their go tos are Nightmare on Elm Street because yeah. that remake is trash. I, I Friday the Thirteenth is okay. Yeah, it was okay. It's, it isn't bad. It, it's decent, but it ain't as good. Yeah, it's decent. But I agree. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning blows any Texas Chainsaw Massacre out the water, in my opinion. Which, which one was the one that had the girl from Seventh Heaven? Jessica B on it. That's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Where, After that, which where the, was where the girl, a prequel. Yeah, where the girl was related to... Uh, it wasn't a yeah, prequel. It was no, a sequel. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a prequel. It was a prequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, The bro. beginning was right before Jessica Beals. 
Okay, I'm talking about like when the girl found out she was related to Leatherface. Oh no no no! You're talking about the one with Trey Songs. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that one's trash. Yeah, I wasn't one's a trash. fan. But that. that's. That's not a remake, remake in the sense that's of it had sequel. already been remade. And I think they, I think they came out with another movie after that. There was a sequel to that, but I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But it's another horror movie but, that came. Oh, the Saw, the Saw uh, remake. Jigsaw sequel. was trash. Jigsaw yeah, was super. I was it's not, not a, a remake. It's just them continuing the yeah, story. Man. But that it's, was it's trash. Like, it's like if you're gonna continue ultra the story, if you're gonna continue the story, use the doctor. Yeah, no, like, it was ultra trash. Nobody, nobody wants to see some guy, some random dude. A random come, chick. Yeah, yeah, it's like, come yeah, on, no, I man. But anyways, in saying that, to me, I can name you a list of horror movie remakes. Last House on the Left blows the original out the water. I haven't seen Last House on the Left. Um, Spit on Your Grave. I haven't seen that That remake either. blows the OG out the water. Okay, all right. And then I, I remember Spit on Your Grave is the chick who goes off in the woods, by, like rents a cabin. Yeah. And then pretty much gets kidnapped and raped by like five dudes and then she goes she survives and comes back and does what they did to her but 10 times worse yeah and the remake is just gruesome bro so a lot of people do say that in general about horror remakes but i don't think that's the case it's just the big ones halloween yeah uh Freddy, those remakes are the, not as the good. new Halloween movie that came out where they brought uh, was good with I, Jamie I, Lee back. I thought it was good, but I just didn't like the ending. Like no, I, no, the I, ending I, was. I felt, I felt like that this movie should have just been uh, a way to finish the to finish the chapter of Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Because well, it's like it, it was supposed to be her like final. Yeah, but now she's coming back. But now back. she's coming back again. Yeah, but I felt like this should have been the swan song because it's like it, they were both old now. I think originally it was, and it just did so hot yeah. that they were like, well, we got to do another and you know one. What, you know and what then else? they wrote that check, and she was like, yeah, I'll do another one. And you know what else is going to be hot? <laughs> when this uh, this new Terminator movie comes out. Yeah, bro. It's because it's, it's, it's looking so good now. So sick. But yeah, but yeah, yeah we're yeah. snowballing so, that. Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. <laughs> which is so funny. We're going from horror topics to, to what we talk about to today. what we're talking about today <laughs> which is one of the highest grossing nintendo games of all time what's well, one of the highest grossing anything like yeah animes games trading cards it's the toys, highest grossing trading card game. movies and that is i want to be the very best Da-na. like no one ever was uh, yeah, the catch Pokemon. them is my real test. The train them is my call. And um, Pokemon. we decided to bring on... Who we bringing on today? This dude, Zach. Um, I've been following his podcast for a minute now. He's a What's po- his podcast he's, called? He's got a just a straight-up Pokemon podcast called Down B. And um, he's here local in Virginia Beach. And um, I figured, dude, let's bring him on and let's just talk like the history of Pokemon. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. What's going on? What's so. that? That's video games. The anime, trading card games, movies, the uh, manga, the manga, uh, so what much, else? so much stuff. Pokemon He's a Pokemon Go. guru. So. Yeah, so yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's uh, let's get Zach on the line. What's good, Zach? How you doing, man? Uh, you know, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty good, bro. I just finished working out, man, and I'm pumped. I'm ready to talk about Pokemon, and you are the right guy that we needed to bring on for today's episode, because I've been wanting to do a Pokemon episode for a very long time now, and when Trav told me, he was like, I got this guy, his name is Zach, and he he is the host of Down B Podcast, and That's, I was just like, let's bring him on. Well, um, thanks for having me on. I'm, I appreciate it. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, I love talking about Pokemon. Clearly, so anytime you want to, just you know, hit me up. Yeah, man, I've been listening to your podcast for uh, I don't know, month and a half now, two months. So <laughs> yeah, I immediately, you know, I told Banks I really wanted to bring you on because I just know you're like the Pokemon guru. I saw that you went to Worlds, <laughs> and um, that was crazy. It I saw was that crazy. you had pictures with um Tord. I did get a picture with Tord. It yeah. might have been the highlight of uh, highlight of my weekend. Yeah, the unsung hero, man. Everybody yeah. was rooting for him. Okay, so yeah. tell everybody because like I don't play the Pokemon trading card game. Tell everybody what is Worlds that that, that doesn't know what Worlds is. Oh, okay. So Worlds, I mean, Worlds is a huge competition. It's the end of the season basic and, and kind of the start of the season somehow. So basically you, you play for an entire year in whatever competitive scene that you're in, either the card game, the video game, Pokemon go even had uh, a presence there nice. for like the competitive scene this year. And uh, once you sort of made the circuit and earned all of your points and uh, all of the, the regionals and the international qualifiers are done, then you can compete at worlds and it's a two two day tournament. And the third day of the tournament is all just championship rounds. And, uh, there's different skill levels uh, for different age groups. So there's juniors, seniors, and masters divisions for the card game, the video game. Uh, and there was, uh, I think a hundred person tournament for, uh, Pokemon go. And then the rest of the the building is just filled with other Pokemon stuff. Like a Pokemon Center pops up, and they've got all nice. these things that you can buy and exclusive stuff for that's available only there. And um, yeah, just a just a bunch of other stuff. Detective Pikachu was playing all weekend. You nice. could yeah. So if you wanted to watch that, it was fun. And uh, they had stamps that they were given out in these little like makeshift passports. So everybody was like lined up to get this dumb little stamp that. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't all that important, but you had to have it. So, like, do people, like, do they cosplay at Worlds as well, or do they just come there as is? No, there were actually, uh, f- there were fewer cosplayers than I expected, but still the, a good amount of cosplayers. There's people dressed up as, there's a whole bunch of ashes and reds, but, you know, <laughs> then there, they had a, there was a few gym leaders, a couple Team Rocket guys running around. I, I said, Haiti and uh chit chatted a little bit with a, a couple that was dressed up as uh, team skull grunts now was there anybody as the infamous girl in the green skirt from the original pokemon oh. opening video i didn't <laughs> see anybody anybody don't know no. who she <laughs> is, <man. laughs> with a with a pikachu running through their legs i right. didn't see anybody doing that. You, know, you know you know who that girl is she is as equivalent to launch in dragon ball z nobody knows yeah. who launch is yeah the the creator yep. just forgot about her. They just forgot about her. <laughs> um, one more thing I wanted to ask about worlds too. Um, do they usually have it in the same place? No. Okay, so they so they do go to different places. Yeah, next year's in London, right? Oh, nice. That's right. Yeah, London. This is actually the first uh, Pokemon Worlds outside of the United States. Um, because uh, it, it was in DC this year. How? When was it in DC before that? Like three or four years ago, something like that. I don't remember the last time it was in DC, but it was a it was a while ago. But the because the if year before was, that was Anaheim, right? No, the year before last year was Tennessee. The year well, before okay, that, that was San the Francisco. year they were in Tennessee. Gotcha. Okay. 
I miss Tennessee. I would have liked to have been there because you could buy a little uh, Pikachu with a banjo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and um, just a weird location to have worlds to me. Like we're gonna bring yeah. it to Nashville. I, hey, <laughs> you know somebody's out there scouting, and you know somebody is uh, trying to get get as many conventions at their uh, at their center as they can. Yeah. So yeah, so they're, they're lobbying. So I know that Trav, like he recently just started getting into the trading card game with his daughters, and they've been going to like some of the tournaments. Oh here. no, just Pokemon League pokemon leagues yeah the pokemon leagues here around us so i wanted to ask you like how long have you been doing the trading card game and what and what made you want to get into it as well well i've been so i don't play all that competitively i get trounced every time i try um but i've been playing with and collecting pokemon cards the the entire 20 years they've been out uh I, I I was in the store one day shortly after Pokemon came out on Game Boy, and there was the starter deck, the two person starter deck with that uh, special Machamp yeah. holographic that came with it. Yep. And uh, one deck was the Charmeleon deck, and one was a Pikachu deck. Um, and uh, I've been collecting ever since then. And there was a Charizard that I had to have, and that just started uh, that just started my my journey. Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up because Machamp is my favorite Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it's because of that special edition Machamp that they put in those sets. Just ever oh, since fun. then, man, I just... But he's not a strong card. Yeah. yeah, He never will be, but no matter how many times they reprint him, but he's, I don't know. I've just Lesnar always Pokemon. loved Machamp, man. He's a cool Pokemon. Exactly. He's a really cool Pokemon. That's who, that's yeah. who Brock Lesnar is. They base Machamp off of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, before Brock Lesnar was even Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, before he was Brock Lesnar. I get it. I get it. No, that's that's perfectly fair. I think Brock Lesnar just is a Machamp with two of its arms tied behind its back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say uh, for me, I never actually, um, I never bought any Pokemon cards when I was younger. I was actually given a bunch of cards by my older cousin. And he just pretty much just gave me all of his whack cards or his uh or duplicate cards that he had, and that's how I got into collecting Pokemon cards when I was younger. Um, I was never really a fan of like the trading card game. I was I was one of those people, and I and I'm sure that there was other people like this as well who just collected the cards just to say that they had the cards because they were oh, sweet and whatnot. And absolutely, and that's that's all that I did. Like. I remember I tried playing the trading card game when I was younger and I just always got killed in it because there was people who knew what they were doing and whatnot. So I just never mm-hmm. uh, played the trading card game. The only trading card game that I can say that I ever played was uh, was Yu-Gi-Oh! Because for some odd reason, Yu-Gi-Oh! seemed like it was a lot more easier to play than Pokemon was. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Because uh, people try to act like... They they see the stuff on a TV show and they're just like, okay, I'm just gonna do it in the trading card game. And it's like, nah, it doesn't Don't work, work like, like that. that. Yeah. No, no, no. I I there was a lot of people back. I mean, early on in the game, people people either played or they just they collected. And I, I was early on. I was mostly just a collector, and yeah. I you know, I didn't understand the concept really. I would just put a card down and go, I probably win, right? Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, but it, it's funny that you say that your cousin uh, gave you his cards. Like that is such a common uh, 
that is such a common theme amongst like early collectors is sort of just like there was somebody else in their life that was an avid collector or was getting out of collecting and they just sort of handed it off to someone younger or uh, someone less, I guess, affluent in some kind of way. Because yeah. here, start your journey, start your collection. That's uh, yeah, it's it's a very common thing amongst Pokemon fans is that having that older person sort of shepherd them into the fandom. Yeah, and like the crazy thing is, is because you everybody knew somebody or had that one friend that had like twenty Geo dudes and was just like, yeah, I don't mind giving you five of them or something like that. Um, yeah. I will say, I, and I, and I'm starting to remember now, but I did start buying Pokemon cards. Um, I want to say I was in middle school, and like this was around the time that Pokemon Silver and Gold had came out, and they had started releasing the Team Rocket Pokemon cards, and I was just like, mm. "Yo, I want the bad guy cards." And I remember I got on the bandwagon early enough to get a, a Dark Charizard, a Dark Blastoise, and like I was hyped. I, I I don't know if those cards are worth anything. They might be, but I, mm-hmm. we all know that the the true First card that's are. worth a lot is the original Charizard holographic card. Yeah, only so, if it's first edition. Though. Yeah, the the first edition, the the shadowless rare, which was the like the first printing of the base set, that's worth like two to three thousand dollars. Sometimes wow. as much as five thousand dollars. So many people have like the limited base set reprint. Like I, that's the one that I have, and that card's been worth fifty dollars for two decades of my life. Wow. It's probably n- never really going to go up. It probably won't ever go down either. There is an avid collector base, but that Shadowless, that whole first edition set from anything from Wizards, their first edition printings are all worth a good amount of money. So first edition Rockets uh, still can be worth a, a good amount of money. Uh, that uh, Dark Charizard, no less, is is I mean, that's like a $30, $40 card sometimes if it's hey, first edition. Hey, that's still $30 right there. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I take I'm, it, man. I know, yeah. um, uh, what else? Uh, like, I know some of the Japanese cards are worth something too, because I have a lot of the Japanese cards. Um, one of the, my favorite ones that I have is uh, Zapdos holographic Japanese card. Like, I just found, I just found it. Like I was out on a route one day and I found I found like a bag of Pokemon cards and I was like, oh wow! Like and it was a bunch of Japanese cards in there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep these cards because I know <laughs> that they're gonna be worth something. Oh, that's a that's a that's an awesome find. I'd rather do that than play Pokemon Go. Right? No, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually capturing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, I guess you know we just kind of wanted to really just go over, like you had said, man. Twenty years ago was the trading card game, and in a whole nutshell, really, this thing's been rocking since 1996 when the yeah. original Game Boy games came out, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I mean, just starting from there, 1996, it comes out in Japan, and make we, mm-hmm. we finally got it over here. I think 90, 98, 99, yeah, 98. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember I got it. Uh, it came out, I think uh, it was either September or October. I'm pretty sure it was September yeah. 98. And uh, I desperately wanted it for my birthday. And my birthday's in November. That's so and funny. <laughs> I just like, I, I really got it. This, I, same thing for me. I wanted it for my birthday and I got it. Yeah. Yep. I All I asked for, I said, I need a Game Boy Color and I need Pokemon Red. I have to have it. I have to have it. And what I kind got, of Game Boy it. Color did you have? Oh, I got that um, that sweet, sweet purple. Yeah, the see-through. Was the Game Boy Color <laughs> I, out by then? In 98? Uh, came out the same year. Yeah. Yeah. For real? Oh, wow. Yeah. Look, 
I still had the original Game Boy when I got my Pokemon. My, I remember my mom, she bought Pokemon Blue for my brother for Christmas, but he wasn't a fan of Pokemon like that. So I just played his Pokemon game. And then when he finally started liking Pokemon, he didn't want me playing his game anymore. So my mom finally got me Pokemon Red and we just had to share the Game Boy. But it sucked because you know that, I mean, it was already it was already sweet to have Pokemon Red and to have Pokemon Blue, mm-hmm. but you know you needed two Game Boys and a Link Cable in order to capture Trade. all 150. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can say that back then, I was able to capture all 150 Pokemon, and I was so proud of myself when I did that. And then when Pokemon Silver and Gold came out, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good on the capture in the original 150. <laughs> I'm not going to try to capture... <laughs> The uh, 150 plus the what was it at the time? I think it was 250 now. Yeah, I no, I think it was. I mean, it might be. I'm trying to remember. I think they added 62 something like that new Pokemon. Yeah, uh, to silver, and a lot of them were just cuts from the original game. Yeah, uh, silver and and gold were. Uh, there was a lot of uh, sort of using the same engine to to make the next game and and. That's why they were able to sort of expand upon it. I mean, it's literally been the same game. Yes. I mean, it's evolved as far as how games evolve as much as a handheld can evolve. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. because now they do a lot of it's not so cut and dry anymore. Now you got to get do gifts and you got to get things at certain times of the day. And it's way more interactive than it used to be. But us, how, how many Pokemon are they introducing in the Shield? Because there's 807 now. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, how many new ones are they doing? Uh, they haven't fully announced yet how many new Pokemon that they're going to have. My guess is that uh, Sword and Shield will take us, I believe, close to not like, I believe it'll take us to 900. I think that they will introduce enough Pokemon that we will have 900 Pokemon in the in the Pokedex. That's just because crazy. I think that, because I think that they're going to want to go for Gen nine for Gen nine to go. Now we have a thousand Pokemon. I, I so I think that the goal is to. I would imagine that that's probably what they're planning um, to because they, they got to think ahead too. It's not just yeah. Sword and Shield that they got to factor in. Factor in Generation nine uh, or Generation. 8.5 i'm sure we'll get sword and shield and spear or something like that now one thing that one thing i say that i like about the newer pokemon games is that like they're more like a pokemon stadium now because for me i i, I want to say silver and gold were like the last pokemon games that i had played and like i was in middle school and i finally had a game boy pocket by this point i still didn't have a game boy color yet and I had Pokemon Silver, but it was like, you know, as I got older, I kind of grew out of Pokemon. And I didn't start playing Pokemon games again until Pokemon X. Yeah, XY. X was the first game that I had played in, in years when it came to Pokemon. And I watched reviews for it and everything. And I was just like, man, like this is like Pokemon Stadium, but you can actually, you know, walk around and stuff. So, like, that's why I was real hyped about that game. Mm. Um, one thing I, I wanted to bring up, too, did you guys receive the the VHS tape in the mail from Nintendo that promoted Pokemon? 
before it, uh, before it became big over here in America? Yeah, no. Wh- which VHS tape? Was it the one that was like the instructional uh, how to play the cards? Or no, was it? No, this was okay. This was like a promotional tape. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how I was receiving them in the mail. But Nintendo back in the day, they released VHS tapes for like video games and products that they were coming out with. Because I remember I had a Donkey Kong VHS tape that talked about Donkey Kong 64. Um, I had a Jet Force Gemini VHS tape that talked about that game. And then I had the Pokemon VHS tape. And pretty much on the Pokemon VHS tape, they talked about the trading card game. They talked about the anime. And they talked about uh, Pokemon Red and Blue. And they were saying, like, all of this stuff is supposed to be coming to America soon and everything. And it was just to get you hyped up for Pokemon. Huh. I'm going to see if that's I can a, find I that didn't tape. know that they were sending people commercials. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's what it was. But <laughs> that's, th- That sounds like Super 90s, though. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder <laughs> if that tape is worth something, though. I'm going to try to find... I'm gonna oh, try, I'm sure it is. I'm going to try to find that tape and the Donkey Kong tape because it's like, like they had people dressed up as characters from the show. Like, I think... Uh, Somebody was like, it was a woman. I think she was Ash's mom. And then you had uh, some people dressed up as Misty and Brock talking about Team Rocket. No, I'm sorry. I think it was people dressed up as Team Rocket talking about Team Rocket. But uh, but yeah, huh. it was it was a sweet tape to have back in the day. And like that's how I found out about Pokemon. And when I used to talk about it when I was in the fourth grade, like nobody knew what I was talking about. And you look now, Pokemon is like this huge thing that everybody knows and loves. Like. Yeah. Even if you grow out of Pokemon, it's like you still know what Pokemon is and you still love Pokemon. But all of the older people at the, at the time when Pokemon came out, they, remember they used to call it Pokemon. And My mom still calls it Pokemon. Yeah. My mom, I've been watching this for 20 years. How do you still not know what it's going by <laughs> yeah, now? Man. And, and, and then going to church and, you know, the pastor will say that Pokemon is the devil and... Uh, oh, like we man. shouldn't be playing these games and everything. And I used to tell my mom, I was like, you better not take my Pokemon game from no, me. Yo. Everything like, was the devil in the 90s, though, man. I don't know what it was up everyone's butt. But back in the day, everybody, everything you wanted to do, they were like, oh, that's actually Satan. And I was yeah. like, I don't, think, I don't think that's true. I mean, when, you know, when Harry Potter came out and these people were bonfires yeah. of books. Yeah, just burning I want them. I want a lot to read like, the wow. books. Same thing like with Yu-Gi-Oh! and and Final Fantasy. I like, could get Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit because if you've seen that Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. But gruesome. we didn't get that Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh. We got that four kids Yu-Gi-Oh. There's some like occult stuff drawn on the Yu-Gi-Oh cards too. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and the manga too. Like I remember, I got in trouble because my aunt saw the cover of uh, one of my Shonen Jumps. And she was she saw the all seeing eye because that was the Millennium right, yeah, Puzzle, yeah, yeah. and she was just like, "This the Illuminati? Yeah, this Illuminati. You shouldn't be reading stuff like this." Like I remember, like they they if they saw me playing Final Fantasy and they saw some of the monsters up there, like Cerberus or uh, there's a monster in Final Fantasy Nine called like what what's the what's the demon that uh it's like he has his hand like this and bro he's, that's your favorite Final Fantasy and you he's holding he's holding a book and he has the horn it starts with a B is it like Beth oh Behemoth Behemoth yeah, yeah. like that there's a I, I never saw that he's at, in all the Final Fantasies pretty much no not Behemoth oh okay bro. well I this is about this is something like uh it's a demon like hold on you'll notice too dude on this real fast that we can't stay on topic. 
No, are you thinking? Is it Baphomet or something like that? Oh, there it is. Yes, yes, yes there yes. it is. Yeah, that's the yeah. Like that's an enemy in Final Fantasy IX, and I was just when I saw it on the uh, the HD remake, I was just like, man, like I don't remember this enemy back in the original game, like. But imagine if my aunt or my grandma would have walked in the room and saw that. Like they would have said, "No, you can't. You it can't play this." Like it would took the game, broke yeah. it in half. My mom never had too many problems, but I tried to play Magic: The Gathering, and she was like, "I hear some bad things about that. Like I, I hear that there's like some like devil worship involved." And I said, "I don't know. It's a it's a fun little card game." She got over it real quick. My mom, that wasn't who my mom was. She was never she was never like, "No, that's the devil. You got to stop." My mom um, just didn't understand things like most parents didn't like, mm. well, even just like playing some D and D or just seeing. I never got really super into magic. It was a little bit too, I guess, you know, not to, you know, dumb myself down, but it was just a little bit too complex for me. Um, mm. but yeah, like really, she just, I don't even understand. That was the most of it. I don't even get how you find this interesting. And then that, that was it for me, but you know, I've always I mean, been kind of the I I've always loved dragons and magic and yeah. just things like that. So I mean, I don't know. What, yeah, I I love I love all that kind of stuff. I I've, I've been a nerd forever back when it was uh, really unpopular to be one. Yeah. And uh I I played magic a little bit. I think uh the second set for magic was Ice Age and like that was the extent that I played because uh, I, I didn't have any money as a middle schooler to keep buying cards and, and, and playing for real, for real. And then as I got as an adult, I, I started to play magic again. And the community was so toxic and oh, awful. it's still toxic. I, yeah, I know. I know. That's why I don't bother. I don't bother. Every time I see a magic player that, that, that they got that, they got that face, you know, that face I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Like they're playing the game and you walk up and say something and they've got that face on them. Like, how dare you speak? They're to so me? smug. I am, yeah. I am playing the superior card game. I'm like, okay, come on. Like you tap three land. I put three energy on. It's the same. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if your swear words are allowed. <laughs> I'll edit that out, but no, this okay. is a clean podcast. Yeah. We Sorry. the John Cena of podcast, yeah, we're the John baby. Cena podcast, man. But it's. I can't expect adults to not cuss every now and then. Sometimes we slip up to, you know, mm. especially when we get fired up, you yeah. know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. that's kind of how I started too. That's how I got into magic. Not that it lasted long, but at the bus stop, some high school kids gave um, me some cards. And then, you know, the 10 minutes that we would stand at the bus stop would try and teach me, you know, how to play. And they kind of built me a little, they built me a, um, bat, and this is back in, 2000 2001 so they built me a uh like a green deck and yeah it was just at the time man they were just swarming through me so i mean i was like yeah i'm good on this i'm gonna go back to playing Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah that's kind of how i was i like as a when i had money to pay for cards i just wanted to buy the cards i really liked and that was pokemon eventually it became Yu-Gi-Oh as well uh, I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh when Teledad was popular. I said, this is, this is not fun anymore. There's nothing to be had in, in, in enjoyment for this. And then I, I walked away from Yu-Gi-Oh forever. Mm. Yeah, then, pretty much when Yu-Gi-Oh started rolling out a lot of these like really dumb cards, well, not just the cards, but rules, they started oh, adding in new features to the, because it got so out of whack and so unbalanced that they yeah. would create things to try and balance it, but it did the opposite effect. That's why I give TCG so much credit. Pokemon is 
100% balanced. Like, you can have a deck, and it's a nasty deck. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. always going to be a deck that can combat it. Yeah. Did, did yeah. you guys ever? Did you guys ever play the, um, any of the Digimon trading card games? I collected those cards too. Uh, uh, I tried I real. I tried real hard, but the, I didn't I like it. It was at difficult all. trying to learn how to play that game. That game was it was overly complex. Yeah. I, I could not understand it at all. The Digivolution stages, and it was like this weird like square grid that everything was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had like three rows of three. It was yeah. really overly complex that and then uh i I, like there was some other trading cards that i had collected too well Uh, i was about to bring up the original dragon ball z trading card game it's like ultra trash yeah but if you played the new super game i have played super i didn't dislike super at all i thought it was really good and it's really popular the super yeah. trading like people card love game. it. Yeah, people really I love it. I remember the dragon. Did y'all remember the Sailor Moon trading card game? No, dude. Do y'all remember the? <laughs> did, did, yeah, there was. Do y'all remember the Gundam Wing trading wow. card game? I absolutely had both decks of that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because like, like, there was like, not games? a Gundam product out that I could not own. I love Gundam. Well, bro, because I like, remember dude, it's this guy's like, speaking my language now. It's like you could go to GameStop and it's like they just had like trading cards for whatever anime was on toonami at the time like they mm-hmm. had gundam wing they had sailor moon and I, and I was fans of them i was just like okay i'm gonna get them you know there was a card capture game i played I remember and, that. uh if i'm not mistaken the other like little rinky dink card game i played was the harry potter card game oh yeah that's a <laughs> that fact was, that was kind of fun uh we, no, we it bought was like a lot of fun. starter deck we, we bought they were they were deeply discounted because they were trying to move them off the shelves but we bought like three or four starter decks between us and our friends and whatever packs they had for like a quarter. And that's it. If you didn't have, you just played with your little group of friends because it was never going to get bigger than that. I mean, it it was a dud of a game, man, unfortunately, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. There was always that. There were always some little fun games that we could pick up and play, but there's still, there's only one game that's kept me interested for, for so long. And that's, that's Pokemon. And it's pretty it's pretty hard, you know, in one single podcast to go over, you know, 20 to 23 years of Pokemon. Yeah. But I just want to know, what are, like, some of your favorite um, island, quote-unquotes, that, <laughs> you know, Pokemon have been to? So, um, like, I... I love... I've, I've loved the the games, the actual game freak games. Right. Uh, those are, I mean, those are the, the bread and butter, obviously the, the meat and potatoes of, of the franchise, but there's, it's never really taken too much of a sidetrack that I haven't found it to be very interesting. Like, I'm not too big into like the detective Pikachu game, but I think that that translated so well into like their first like official live action movie. Right. It, uh, it works at, uh, there's, there's not much that Pokemon has done that I have just been like, well, that's a dud. Yeah. Uh, there was um, there was a little figure game that you could spin them. I never like the figures look gorgeous, but the game itself was silly. Not nah, see, that's not even ringing a bell. You said it was. Yeah. It was, you said it was a game where there were figures. Yeah. There's so it's they're just like based game. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, honestly, yes. It, it very similar in effect to Dreidels. They had like these circular bases 
Uh, and on the base was a Pokemon figure of some kind, and the base itself was divided into attacks and defenses and things like that, and you'd spin the Pokemon, and whatever arrow it landed on was whatever your turn was. I never understood the game. It seemed unnecessarily it seemed unnecessarily complicated, but the uh, figures were all just beautiful. Yeah. So it's like even this silly thing that I didn't think was great yeah, had just, some kind of cool value to it. It was called the Pokemon Challenge Spinning Top Game. Yeah, I don't remember that, man. <laughs> it's like a Beyblade. Kind of. Beyblade it, it, they didn't. Uh, they didn't slam into each other. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would. I would play that. Oh, I was Megan the Beyblade. Like since you know we're bringing it up, super yeah. in the Beyblade. Beyblade was sweet back oh, in the day. Oh man, man, I was. My brother was hardcore so, into Beyblade. So like for the Pokemon anime, I remember when it first started over here in America, and I used to get so pissed. Mm, sorry, I used to get so pissed off because it only came on like early in the morning, seven th- throughout the week, and you mm-hmm. know back seven then, o'clock. Back then, it's like we didn't have DVRs or anything like that. So I had to record Pokemon when it came on Kids WB in the morning just to get my Pokemon fixed. And then How are you not able to watch it? Because I had to be to school at 7. So if Pokemon come on at like 8 o'clock in the morning, I can't watch it. Well, it was different for you where you stayed at. Like here, it used to come on like at 8. Eight nine o'clock in the morning on Kids WB. I was already in school by that time, eh. but then like Pokemon started getting popular, and then they started showing it on uh, Saturdays, and then that's that's how I was able to finally get into the show like that. But Pokemon, man, like that show, it's like I I used to watch it every day when it when I could. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I I believe I watched Pokemon. All- I still watch it. That's the crazy thing. Like I stopped, bro. I still watch it. I'm not a fan of every single season. Well, not season because that's not just kind of how they still, split it up. Still but, ain't won nothing. I mean, he's won, but whenever it comes to the well, big this is one, a different. This he, is a different Ash. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right? They've kind of uh, no, rebooted it's, the it's, series. It's it's still the same Ash, but it's a different art style and a yeah, completely different one. direction. But we're gonna see what. Like they're they're planning on doing something drastically different. From yeah, the Sword that's, and Shield anime. Yeah, I so saw I the trailer at Worlds on because I, yeah, I watched happening? the Twitch live stream. What their what Ash's story is over? We don't. I don't. We don't officially know yet. But yeah. we, what we do know is that right, like right now it's yeah. What we know is that um, it's just called Pokemon. They're they're getting rid of the, the taglines underneath again, so it's just it's just going to be called That's Pokemon. Crazy, bro! And that uh, it's going to cover all eight regions, not just uh, Galar. What is what is it yeah. called? Gala? Galar. Galar. There it is. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Like what? I well, stop. I but stop. here's the thing: I, Ash has never won the big one. Like he always gets to the end, and like he just always fails, man. And yeah, I, he I think won I, once, once, and it wasn't official. It was in the in-between season where they went to the Orange Islands. Uh, he won the Orange Island Cup, but I that's not. And that. I was a an fan of thing. Orange Islands. Is when he was riding around on Lapras, I was, right? I did not yep. like Tracy, man. Orange Orange Islands, I really enjoyed, man. That whole era of riding around on Lapras and going from island to island to win the badge. Yeah, really, I really, really enjoyed a mm-hmm. lot of that. I wasn't too big on XY. Oh. I didn't care for Ash's character design. Now, I know you've seen it, but I don't know if Banks has. Um, and that's because they have a they're doing the tag team trainers now. 
and one yes. that one that they've revealed coming out is um red and blue yeah and this uh. this red is the new character design for ash in the new anime yeah sick it's the best looking ash i've seen in a long time i don't know if you agree with that uh, I can tell you that the tag team card, the uh, the red and blue full art, is the card that I'm most frothing at the mouth oh, for. Dude, so it's I'm not going to disagree with your design choices there. It's so beautiful. I love Ash's design. He looks so good. Yeah, so good. Um, I will say that I was happy when they finally introduced black people in the Pokemon. <laughs> black people, because it's like. <laughs> For the longest time, what weren't they finally introducing Pokemon Black and White too? I think I think that was the first no. game. I believe that was the first <laughs> game that they were introduced to because my boys used to joke about it all the time. And yeah, I think it was. I think that was the first game they were introduced in. And I remember I cannot, when I was younger, I was just cannot, like, why aren't there any black people in Pokemon? And people used to always say, oh, well, Brock is black, and I'm just like, nah, Brock is not black. Oh, no, Brock is not black. He's Samoan. Yeah, like he's like an island. He's an island. He's yeah. a Pacific Islander of some sort for sure. And I always thought it was dumb on Pokemon, like that they didn't have regular animals up there either. Like it's like so when they ate fish, they were eating Magikarp pretty much, right? Oh, I did a whole episode on eating Pokemon. It was yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah, so it's like they're eating Magikarp and stuff. Like they never they never talk about that or they never showed any of them, you know, capturing Magikarp and cooking it on the over the fire. The fish was already cooked. Yeah, it was always all the food was already made. They do that in a lot of anime too, where they. They'll catch a fish, right? Put it on the stick and just heat it and then bite into it. But like, that's not even how you eat and cook fish. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you the, do when and, and you remember, eating scales and, and eyeballs? remember the fish and, were always small. And it's like, you know, Magikarps are huge, man. Like, why were the fish yeah. always small? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, po- the, these like, are questions that we need answers. Yeah, we need the answers to. But I mean, like, the Pokemon anime, I mean, I'm happy that it's still around to this day. I stopped watching. Once it got to Pokemon Johto, but that intro song was sweet, man. And then mm-hmm. e- even the uh, the Pokemon movies, I think I stopped watching the Pokemon movies after um, Entei. That was the third movie, right? It was. Because you had yeah. Mewtwo Strikes Back, Pokemon 2000. Yo, that Pokemon 2000 opening was sweet. We all live in a Pokemon, Pokemon oh, yeah. world. Dude. Who song? Did, did 98 Degrees sing that? I know they had they had got somebody big to do that uh, intro for Pokemon 2000. I think it was like 98 Degrees and Christina Aguilera. Are you looking it up? I honestly do not remember. I mean, I'll 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 look it up. (laughs) Well, no, that's that's what I was doing too. Oh, that's what you're doing. (laughs) Because I did want to see because they kind of did the same thing with Yu Gi Oh, um, where they kind of like investing into the Yu Gi Oh soundtrack. And I went I bought the Yu Gi Oh soundtrack, but it it was O Town. It was Old Town. Okay, Old I knew it was Town. some boy band, but was yeah. it Old Town or Christina Aguilera? I don't see Christina Aguilera. Okay. And Old Town was the band that won uh, the first Making the Band, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The making, mm, 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 mm. making the Diddy. Band. So we, we all showing our age. <laughs> hey, Diddy, Diddy didn't send Old Diddy. Town to go get no Cambodian no. breast milk. Well, Diddy didn't do the original. Oh, that's right. No. Yeah. I mean, it was under him, but he it was did, Jive Records. But though. he didn't do it. No, though. no, he didn't do it. It was Jive Records. Oh, okay, I didn't. Know. But um, anywho, <laughs> off the boy bandwagon. But, but yo, don't pokey. <laughs> yo, Mewtwo Strikes Back was sweet. Like when Ash turned into stone, bro. Yeah, it's an emotional it, movie. And then, like you see all the Pokemon's, they they cloned the Pokemon and whatnot, man. And it's like none of the movies are canon either. 
But I mean, that's most Japanese uh, anime movies. Like some of them are canon, but most of them aren't. But between the original three that came out, I would probably have to say Mewtwo Strikes Back is my favorite one. I I wasn't really a fan of uh, what was the Entei one called again? Uh, 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 Secrets of Unknown or something like that. Uh, yeah, I some, should know this. I, I, yeah, cause I know the unknown Pokemon. Spell of the unknown. Yeah, and the Spell unknown the- Pokemon were in the game too. I remember, I mean, not the game, but the movie. But I mean, the Pokemon 2000 movie was sweet too. I mean, they introduced us to Lugia. One of the yeah, sweet that's my things- favorite one. Oh, what did you say, Zach? That's your favorite? That's, that's my favorite one, yeah. One of the 2000. sweet things that I loved about the Pokemon films was that they always introduced Pokemon that were going to be in the next video game because I can't remember what the elephant Pokemon's name is right now, but Dante. they had introduced him in Mewtwo Strikes Back, and then when Pokemon Silver and Gold came out, he was in the game. So I always thought that that was a cool little thing that they did in those movies. I mean, my my uh, childhood was... Uh, self was uh, giddy with excitement even in the pikachu short at the beginning there was oh, a mirror yeah. yeah i remember so there were actually there were two uh gen 2 pokemon in mewtwo strikes back and i couldn't wait I was, this was the most amazing thing in the world <laughs> what what was the what was the uh pokemon um it was a mouse pokemon it was blue and it had the it had the bo- oh, um oh my Meryl. god was it Meryl? yeah Meryl, yeah. But we all called them Blue Pikachu. Yeah, everybody, yeah, when they first saw it, they called them Pika Blue. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, snap. But it, it wasn't. But it was it was sort of the same design because, like, when you look at Silver... Oh, yeah, definitely. When you look at Silver and Gold, because, like, remember you had Scissor, and, like, pretty much Scissor was was pretty much a carbon copy of Well, Scyther. that's the thing. All the Pokemon names are based off of, like, um, what is that Pokemon, the Ape Guru? was, like, Oranguru? Oranguru, yeah. I... He's an orangutan yeah. and a guru, and they just put the names together. Yeah. Then that's literally what they do pretty much for every single Pokemon. Yeah. You know, yeah. they combine their characteristics and put them together. To me, I think, um, like, Pokemon, the first one's great, 2000's great. Yeah. But did you, did you I'm assuming you know, both of y'all saw the I Choose You. Oh, yeah. Like a Remember when I posted the yeah. thing? And like when so P- yo good when that video came out like when Pikachu bro, talked, I that, cried. Everybody in the theater was just like, "Yo!" When he said something, yeah. What what did you say? Zoe said she was she like, "She said, holy cow!" Yeah, that dude, a Pikachu said, "I can't remember what exactly she said." She looked over at me and said, "Holy cow!" Yeah. And like, dude, I got goosebumps. I'm like, I, yeah. I was her age watching this, and now I'm watching it with her. And man, it had me so emo. I cried it when made, I saw it. Made me, it made me think about my childhood. <laughs> it it was a good movie, man. I, mm-hmm. I'll say that it, it was a good movie. Now this now what do you think about this Mewtwo Strikes Back evolution movie they're doing where they're it's it's gonna be in three. It's a retelling right? of uh, CGI. CGI, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm I, look, I they know what they're doing. I'm gonna I'm not gonna They've never let me down they, before. Yeah, you know I've, I've I mean? never been let down. It'll probably be good. I will say that I love everything except for seeing Ash, Misty, and Brock rendered in CGI. It's a little too uncanny valley to have them be anime characters, but also CGI anime characters. It just, my brain doesn't sync it up to where it's supposed to be, but I'm sure once I start watching the movie, I will just forget all about that and and enjoy it well you know what i love about these movies is that it's all based around a said pokemon like zoroark or hoopa 
or something like that. Like that's pretty. They take these Pokemon and revolve it around and really like build up these Pokemon and then have you know the quote unquote secondary Pokemon yeah around them. And I just always think they do a good job. Not that they're amazing movies, but they're good. They're good watch. Like yeah, I never watch yeah. it and I'm like that sucked. Yeah, never. What they what they are is amazing commercials, and yes. I yeah. I've been. I've been saying that about the show for a, a, a while now. I've got a few topics on, on on my show where we talk about the 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 anime, and it's a it's a commercial. It is designed to make you want the rest of the Pokemon products, and those movies are so good at doing that. Let me um let me ask you guys something. Do you guys still have the the promo movie cards that they released when the original movies came out? I still have my ancient Mew Pokemon card. Uh, yes, I still, I still, if I'm not mistaken, I, I still have my Mewtwo and my Dragonite. I don't think I have my Pikachu anymore, and I don't know where my ancient Mew is or my end. Hey. Now I don't have those, but I have. Um, well, I don't, but my boy Sang has. Um, remember the like Pokemon fake Pokemon cards that it had, and it would say like what number Pokemon they were, yeah. like Bulbasaur. Yeah, said zero, zero, I remember one those cards. He yeah. has a whole bunch of those. I, and like I saw him the other day in his binder and I was like, holy crap, dude, I haven't seen these in like 15 years. I remember those cards. I wasn't really a fan of them because like all they were, it was just, yeah, yeah. It was just a Pokemon it was just a and then they said thing. what number they were. And yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah, I remember those cards, man. That was the, 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 so the Pokemon card game was the first time a trading card game like made me think that these cards, these collectible cards could do something other than just be a picture in a binder. Yeah. And so those cards were always like, well, why did I get these? They don't do anything. <laughs> they, they were pretty sometimes, but they were mostly just like screenshots of the anime or uh, just one solid Pokemon. Yeah, and that's all that so, was. So where's their attack? What do they do? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's the same thing with, um, you know, the Pokeballs that had the gold. Mm. Yeah, you know, Mew and oh, you um, talking about the Burger King? Yeah, Pokeballs. Burger King Pokeballs. Man, I wish it. I never. I wish I never lost mine, man. I, I straight up lived at burger king that summer well, burger king, i did not leave burger king i bought everything in that store dude they had the bet they had those they had the dragon ball z silver figurines and the gold and goku and then the was goku was, su- gold was gold when he was super yeah. saiyan um they burger king always did a great job when we were kids they they no more no, they, none of them do imagine if they had my hero academia and you could get a gold all might or something like that like that would be sweet man You'd be buying all the kids' meals. I'd be buying all of it because I got the money. You'd be a BK kid. I got the money to do it, bro. Um, Yeah, Burger King, if you're listening, bring back the toys we want, man. What are you doing? (laughs) So something that I wanted to talk about, uh, because, you know, we were talking about the Pokemon games earlier, and I had mentioned this earlier, was Pokemon Stadium. How cool was it when that game... When it came out? I remember I... I mean, is it considered graduating from elementary school? No. You know, what is it called? <laughs> like you just you just passed to the sixth Nothing. grade, but you, you just went to but, middle school. But bro. you know, some people will say like, "Oh yeah, you graduated from elementary school." When I passed from the fifth grade to the sixth grade, I think Pokemon Stadium had came out like that summer, and I told my mom I was like, "That's what I want as my as my gift for going to middle school." And bro, like it was so cool, like being able to transfer your Pokemon from either red, blue, or yellow onto Pokemon Stadium, and then like fight, like fight the competition on that game. Like the mini games that they had up there on Pokemon Stadium mm-hmm. were so awesome. Like I, I, I enjoyed that you could do tag team battles with up to four people. 
and like that it was just so cool back then man yeah that was a great i remember my exact thought process on uh pokemon stadium i i got it and i was excited to play what i thought was going to be and this had the same problem with pokemon snap i thought i was going to get a pokemon game uh on my n64 but it was just sort of this like uh this uh compact version where it's just yeah. the battles yeah it was just turn based it, yeah. it was amazing i enjoyed it but it wasn't uh it wasn't what i expected but i loved it and then pokemon snap the same thing but it eventually grew on me well i was now, about, I, yeah, now po- I think it's a brilliant game pokemon then, snap man they fooled all of us nah bro to me i, I enjoyed comp- it i you know you're on the rail system yeah. and you just snap in pictures and they, what's his name I don't remember, it, but he, he was on. He was in. He the was anime. in the Pokemon that you didn't like because you, you, know, huh? you said you said that you didn't like when he was riding around on Lapras. This is the no, era that I he think thought, no. I thought he was in the original Pokemon, the first season. Oh was, no, he was no. He was. He was in an episode. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. It was. Uh, it was like Barry or something. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not Barry, but it. It's something like that. He he shows up in the anime. Yeah, like, but he's not a. He ends up becoming like a staple. Like he's riding mm. with Ash. No, that's Tracy. Tracy oh, that's Tracy. Is, okay. yeah, Tracy is right on. Like, yeah, I, the camera dude. He was in like the the first season and the second season. Like he just makes appearances. But I mean, I I like Pokemon oh, Stadium. Todd. Todd I, Snap Todd, is his yeah, name. Yeah, that's like Todd Snap. Uh, that's right. It's what not else Barry. would it be? <laughs> but yeah, I liked Pokemon Snap and. I enjoyed the fact that, you know, once you got certain items, like you could draw out Pokemon, like once you got the apples or the pester balls and stuff like that. And I remember the final boss of the game was Mew. And like, just like on Pokemon Stadium, like Pokemon Stadium was a lot more harder than the actual Pokemon game. And the reason why I loved that was because a lot of us, I don't know if you guys did it, but I'm, I did the rare candy glitch and yeah yeah everybody i I raised all my pokemon up to level 100 so when you play pokemon stadium it's like if your pokemon were level 100 then the pokemon the other trainers pokemons was level 100 so it was always a challenge when i played that game and i remember mewtwo was the final boss in that game and i beat him with a pidgeot like he killed all my other pokemon and i was just thankful that i was able to beat him with pidgeot pidgeot or pidgeot is it Pidgeot? Uh, well, which Pidgeot. one are you talking about? His final evolution. Oh, Pidgeot. Yep. Pidgeot. Okay. Now, did y'all play the um the Pokemon trading card game? I remember it, but I, I didn't yep. play it, though. Because I wasn't sure a fan did. of the trading yeah, card game. Yeah, I was super into... um Because at that time, I had the Game Boy Color, um the purple see-through one, and then I got the Pikachu edition that came out, and I got the Pokemon trading card game, and I was just hooked i played this game non-stop just yeah. like i played the Yu-Gi-Oh! forbidden memories non-stop on my playstation yeah unlock every single card i played that game night and day i loved that game yeah i mean and i even still to this day i play it i play a lot of pokemon tcg online Mm-hmm. so oh pokemon pinball is another one yeah i wanted to bring that up too that was a really good one um I just played a little bit of that game, but I I thought it was cool that it's like you had to hit the Pokemon with the uh, pinball in order to capture them. Yeah, I think that was the first Game Boy game with a rumble feature. Yes, 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 yes. Now, something that I wanted to talk about uh, with the original Pokemon games, 
uh, like, you know, red and blue and whatnot. And I love the name of your podcast, Down B, because back when we were kids, we pretty much believed everything that we read on the Internet. <laughs> and people still do. I And I remember when I used to play the Pokemon games, I used to hold down and just keep on tapping B. But it really didn't work, though. But it's like our minds made it, it like it's like if you kept doing it, you thought that it worked because it's like, oh, snap, I caught that Pokemon. But in reality, it didn't work. You're just sitting there holding down and pressing the B button. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So that's that's how actually I named my show. I was uh, I was talking to, I was uh, playing Pokemon again, and uh, I, I was still catching myself pressing down and B when I throw out. It's like such muscle memory to yeah, me. Yeah, I still do. As it soon too. as I toss it out and I see that I see it open up, I'm like down B. Let's go. And that's that's actually that's how I came up with my name was when I caught myself in the act of doing that again. Like I know that there is nothing here. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I still do it. So that's uh, that's fun. I'm glad not many people have um, uh, talked to me about the name. The team scroll the the team skull grunts at Worlds were really jazzed about it when I handed them my card. I, <laughs> they loved it. I love little things like that. You know, yeah. uh, we were just talking about how you know, like on the back of the card, the pokeball opens up backwards instead of um the correct way which i think obviously something it's not like a misprint like obviously they did it intentionally you know what i mean yeah there was uh like back when the game first came out there was no real official like uh, way anything was done yeah there wasn't any there's just concept art and game freak and the Pokemon company as a whole didn't really exist yet. It was sort of just game freak. And then like these other Nintendo licensings of Pokemon to other, to other places like creature made the cards and then they licensed it to America for release uh, through wizards of the coast. And there's, there was no official ruling on what way a Pokeball opened, what, what it actually looked like the Pokeball as an icon was not, part of the world's biggest franchise yet so we didn't have to worry about stuff like that but yeah it's weird look back on it now and you're like oh it's not open right and isn't it crazy that you know this game's been rocking for 20 years and they've yet to change the back art yeah and they never will you know what i mean just gonna keep if it ain't broke don't fix it unless somebody complains about it and then they change it but even if they complain i doubt that they'll no not at this point you know i mean they're it is what it is. So uh, a question that I have for both of you guys, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my answer first. So, you know, that way, if you guys need time to think that you can on the original Pokemon game, red or blue, what was your final lineup for your final six Pokemon? For me, it was Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, Mewtwo, (laughs) Vaporeon, and Pidgeot. Uh, let's see my final lineup. Are you talking about when I first go to the elite four or just yeah. like when I was, when I was done with the game? Yeah. And when I went into the elite four, I think I'm sh- I, Charizard was never not on my team. It Correct. never happened. There was never a moment of my life where he wasn't a part of it. Uh, Lapras, uh, Jolteon. Uh, I want to say I had, I think I had, I had a red version, so it might have been a vile plume. I think I, I, it was also Nidda King. I, I had Nidda King. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and but uh, I had Porygon. I love Porygon for some reason. I Don't know why. I loved him though. And who was your final one? Uh, my final one. I honestly don't remember my first playthrough all that much. It might have been a Pidgeot. 
I needed a flyer, so it was probably Pidgeot. Yeah. So, and that's the same for me. So I always had a Pidgeot. Yeah. I, I never cared about Rattata, you know, because, I mean, oh. these are just some of the, and it was always Pidgey over Sparrow all day, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, so, I agree. For me, it was Pidgeot, Zapdos, because I've always been in love with electric Pokemon. Yeah. And Zapdos, man, was just that dude. So that's me. the one that, so out of the legendary, that's who you chose. Oh, all day. I, I Articuno's think cool. I, I chose Articuno. And I'm not, I'm not a fan of Moltres. Yeah, it's just something about him. Like, I, I, just I don't like his like, design. He looks like a, like a, he looks like a, uh, is it Pharaoh? Is Pharaoh. that is that what Sparrow uh, evolves into? Yeah, yeah he Pharaoh. does. He, lo- he, he looks like a fiery rubber chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's two. What Pidgeot, Zapdos? Again, Charizard was always in the lineup. Man, just Charizard's just a monster. Yeah. You can see I like flying Pokemon. If uh, you can't tell by now, yeah. Dragonite, mm-hmm. huge. That episode, you know, where they introduce Dragonite, quote yeah. unquote. Um, I just always love that episode. Um, this is going to sound weird, but Haunter. I enjoy Haunter. I'm not a fan of Gengar, but I love Haunter, man. He's just so funny. Yeah. He's a jokester and a prankster, and yeah. I've always really loved Haunter. And um, for my sixth spot, Machamp. Machamp. Yeah, those are some good lists, man. I, I And one thing that I love that both of you guys said, and I had put a post up on Facebook about this uh, earlier, that it's like, who i mean which were the three pokemon that you chose from the beginning of the game and because both of you guys said charizard obviously it was charmander right that was Mm -hmm. me when i first played the game as well like i saw bulbasaur i saw squirtle and i saw charmander and i don't know he's the hardest uphill battle at the beginning yeah well yeah from what i from what i've been told they said that bulbasaur is easy Squirtle is medium and Charmander is hard, like for difficulty. Because when you think about it, man, it's like uh, when you face Brock, like rock type Pokemon are strong. All you could do was scratch with Charizard. Yeah. You had to bring out that Pidgey. Yeah. And then uh, same thing, like, uh, because Gary or or Blue, he chooses Squirtle and like water is stronger than fire type. So, uh, I mean, I've just always enjoyed the fire type Pokemon. Yeah. Me too. He's uh he's my favorite. I always ask my guests when they're on the show the first time what their favorite Pokemon memory is because I I genuinely get a kick out of that. Um, but my favorite Pokemon memory is the f- the very first moment that like my Charmeleon became Charizard. It was that was that captured my imagination in a way that until then no other game really had. And uh, I've just that was that was the moment that it completely intoxicated me. For for me. And it's just because everything is kind of, you know, down the line. Like, the three stages is usually 16 and 36 as far as evolution goes. I always found the Eevee situation really cool. Because it's like, when you do that first playthrough, it's like, well, a decision's got to be made. And there's no going back. Yeah, and there's only one Eevee in the game. You can't do it. It's not like today. Yeah. And then back then, like you said, with the training thing, it's like, you have to... Use if you went and bought blue, you used blue to just continue restarting to get other things again. Yeah, exactly. So you could mm-hmm. build your collection. You weren't just gonna have friends that were gonna trade you off. It's hard to find people yeah. back in those days to link up. Yeah. You know, with your yeah. little link cord. Yeah. But my favorite memory from Pokemon, and it really isn't so much in the game, it's um I remember 
me and my two friends, and this is when I was living in Florida down at the time, and we all had our versions on Game Boy, and we would just sit in the garage and just play our own separate versions of the game, but like talk, like, what are you doing? Where are you at? You know? And I don't know, man. I always just think back, like, those are just memories I think of. It's not really like the game itself. It's the bonding experience yeah. that I had yeah. with the games. Yeah, and I agree with you on that part. I think you get, like, all emotional. <laughs> I, I agree with you on the part where it's like, if you had Pokemon Blue and Red, it's like you are only playing through the other game, so that way that you could get the Pokemon that no, you needed. That's a double-edged sword, though, because you can't get everything in the other one. Exactly, and I remember, like, I would play... I would play both games and and it was it was time consuming, like just going through the entire game, getting what you needed to get and then finding somebody else that had a Game Boy because I had a link cable when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have another I didn't have another Game Boy. So my sister had a Game Boy. That's how I had to do the trading and whatnot. And remember, some Pokemon only evolved through trading. It was uh, Machamp. Yeah, Machamp Machamp, was one. I mean, Machoke evolved into Machamp. Uh uh, Honor evolved into Gengar. Okay, you're right. Uh, Wol- There's five, right? Five Pokemon. Gra- Golem. I mean, Graveler evolved into Golem. Graveler into Golem. Kadabra into Alakazam. Yeah, Alakazam. And, uh, I, um, was it uh, Poliwhirl into Poliwrath? Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's like you had to trade in order to get those Pokemon, and this leads into one of my favorite moments was getting all 150 Pokemon. Uh, it, it was kind of uh, heart, heart-wrenching for me because remember back in those days, and I, I don't know, I can't remember if you can do it on the newer games, but back in those days, you only had one save file for Pokemon. And I remember yep. I had got close to getting, I, I had captured every single Pokemon on Pokemon Blue that I needed. And my brother let his friend play Pokemon and he created a new game. So I no. had to start all the way over mm. from the beginning again. And I like when that happened, like that was the valuable lesson that I learned that when I if, when don't let other people play don't let game. other people play the game because like it pissed me off because I had to go through the entire game again capturing all the Pokemon. So yeah, for me, capturing all 150 Pokemon was my favorite moment of the game. And um, you know, before we get into wrapping this up. One thing that I wanted to touch on because I know we we mentioned it a couple of times was Detective Pikachu. Now, when it was first announced that that they were turning the game into a movie, I remember like a lot of people were saying that they wanted Danny DeVito to voice Pikachu in this movie, <laughs> and some people were like they were upset when it was Ryan Reynolds. I mean, not upset, but I, I guess they were upset because they really they were really hoping that Danny DeVito was going to be Pikachu, but. I feel like that they got a winner with Ryan Reynolds. I mean, all it was 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 Deadpool light. That's all mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu was. What did you think of Detective Pikachu? I really loved Detective Pikachu. It was it was a fantastic movie. I I thought it was funny. It was smart. It it had its moments that were like more adult themed, so that you didn't feel like you were. Uh, a creep as a 34 year old man sitting mm-hmm. in a room full of children um, <laughs> without any kids of your own, I should say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and, and then, and then it had, it, it did a good job of hitting all your nostalgia points. Plus also demonstrating what else the 
uh, games have to offer now. What what Pokemon has become. Yeah. And uh, Pokemon Company has gotten a really good hold on on doing that. They they know what to do to touch on nostalgia so that it brings people back, but also uh, incorporate new elements so that they gain new fans every single time with every little thing that they do. And that just that that movie perfectly demonstrated it. And I thought it was a fun story, really good acting. Ryan Reynolds is a very talented voice actor. He should just keep doing that. Um, and uh, I wasn't I was uh, happy with the Smith kid. He was good, too. Yeah. Um. For me, you know, the first time I saw it, I thought it was just OK. Um. I really did enjoy the story. But again, and Banks had brought it up before, it's like, for me, I really view Pikachu as the cute, you know, Pika Pika kind of Pokemon. And just to have the snarkiness that Ryan Reynolds naturally has in his voice. And again, I know it's a minor swear, but the fact that Pikachu curses really bothered me. Um, I just wasn't a fan of Pikachu cursing. Um... But yeah, watching it again the second time, I really didn't like. And really, the saving grace for it was, for me personally, the Pokemon looked amazing. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. It was funny outside of Ryan Reynolds, like the Mister Mime stuff. Yeah, that was hilarious. Fun. Yeah. Oh, I was that was a, rolling. Such a good scene. So, yeah, it's I'm, my favorite scene in the movie. Well, and then the great. stuff with Mewtwo yeah. was really, really well done. Some of the designs, like I wasn't really a fan of the Gengar design because he didn't really look like Gengar. You, I thought he'd be more see through. Mm. I wouldn't say I, that. I, it's like it was just something about it. I mean, because I know we talked about it when we watched it. I mean, like when I saw the movie, because I went to go see it in theaters, and then I watched it again over here at Travis's house. And I I enjoyed the movie the first time I saw it. I loved the Easter eggs that they had in the movie, like um, where they had went to the Pokemon plant and all of the Grin Ninjas were there. Um, it came off like the Alien movie, like how the Grin Ninjas were. And then at the end of the movie, where they were fighting Ditto, and like when Ditto when they beat Ditto and it was starting to melt, right, it was yeah. like Terminator Two when. Uh, I, was it the T-1000? Is that Robert Patrick's Terminator that's trying to uh, kill John Connor? I don't know. What the, 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 uh, yeah, something like that. The okay. T-1000. Yeah, because Arnold is the T-100 or the T-300, something like that. But anyway, like when Ditto had finally been defeated, it was doing the same thing. Like, remember, he was turning into everybody. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that that was cool. Uh, overall, I, I thought the movie was sweet. I don't know if I want to see a sequel. And if they do come out with a sequel, I'm hoping that it's uh it's a it's a new story well, I was not about to detective say, pikachu i wouldn't call again. it a sequel but another pokemon movie yeah another, another live po- action yeah. pokemon movie i could definitely sign up for that um and i really felt like this movie was like you were just talking about it was for our generation it's not my kids found it boring because it was so story driven yeah um it's not for kids dude it is for like they literally Adults. made this movie for us i felt like you know what you know what movie is for kids Pikachu, I choose you. And it, mm-hmm. I don't care, man. It had, it had me in tears. Yeah. I thought it was a great movie. It's probably my favorite Pokemon animated movie. And I really enjoyed it, man. But before we wrap this thing up, and I want to thank you again for coming on. Yeah, Zach, this has been really fun, man. I'm glad we was able to bring and you on to talk about And I definitely want to bring Pokemon. you on to talk about something else. I, 
I'm a huge yeah. mech guy too. You know, uh, um, a huge. Uh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? A huge mech guy. Mech. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm super in the mech, and you know, the Gundam universe is so vast. You could create a whole new podcast that just talked about Gundam and the yeah. universe. You know what I mean? But yeah, something I want to just ask your opinion of right before we wrap this up is sure. Shield and Sword coming out. The things that you've seen so far, and things that they've announced about it, about it's only this region of Pokemon, and now they're incorporating Pokemon Go to some extent, yeah. or whatever the case may be. What are your feelings on this new direction of Pokemon they're going? And don't forget about Pokemon Gun either. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I've been. We talked about this a lot on my show in several several episodes uh, over the course of time. That every bit of news that comes out, something new and exciting happens. This last most recent reveal at the at the most recent uh, Nintendo Direct was the most underwhelmed I've been so far. But that's saying something because everything else is so exciting. Yeah, the the teapot Pokemon and the and the additional fire, the additional water and flying just didn't. I didn't need any of that. But I certainly didn't need the curry decks. I don't need the camping. I new direction wise though. I don't actually mind. I did a whole episode with my friend Ian where we we went ahead and cut whatever Pokemon we thought needed to be cut. And we had like a hour long conversation about that. And by the end of it, we got rid of like close to 100 Pokemon somehow. And I don't think that the games would suffer at all by not having them. So this like there's a bit of this uh, anger uh online about not having the complete national decks but i don't think that's going to make the games bad I, I i played them uh the demos at worlds and it was a lot of fun and it was a pokemon game it was pokemon it looked like pokemon it played like pokemon it had pokemon characters in it i i think that it, it's going to be great this uh every generation has some new direction that it wants to go and then it kind of rubber bands back to the center and then branches out from then again for each each generation as it passes. Yeah. So I don't think that um, we're in for anything but exactly what we've come to expect. And ha- and it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the Galar region is going to be a great exploration time and there's going to be a whole lot of new Pokemon. It's a whole I, new I, world to see. That's right. That's exactly like right. I can't wait. I'm, I've, I've been jazzed about it. November can't come soon enough. All right. So I have two more questions and, and they're pretty fast. It's for, it's for everybody. Um, the first one is what is y'all's favorite Pokemon? You can only choose one. What's your favorite Pokemon and what's your worst, uh, your worst Pokemon Pokemon. Uh, there we go. <clears throat> well, my favorite Pokemon, I, uh, I had, I think you could probably guess by now is Charizard. Right. Yeah, that's mine um, too. <laughs> he's he's he will always be my favorite. I've had to institute a rule on my show whenever I do a list of Pokemon that I can't include Charizard because it'll just be that every week. Uh, I love him that much. My least favorite Pokemon is a three-way tie between those dumb monkeys from Gen Five. <laughs> I hate the Panpour, Pansage, and Panseer. Those Pokemon are so awful to me. I cannot stand them. Uh, they are my least favorite Pokemon. <laughs> what about you, Trav? Well, again, like he just said, I've already said uh, Machamp. Machamp is my um, favorite favorite Pokemon. Um, but again, like he 
kind of threw it aside or whatever. If I was to not pick Machamp, um, it it would probably be Dragonite. Okay. I just, I don't know why. I just he always reminded me of Peach Dragon. And then when I was a kid growing up, man, I loved Peach Dragon. Yeah. So, I'm so glad you said that. That's exactly what he reminds me of. Yeah. Every single time I see him. Um, Outside of that, an easy answer. One Pokemon I really hated was Psyduck because, God, uh, God, sigh, he is so sigh, annoying. Sigh. But as far as, like, character design and something stupid, I got to agree that um that Tea Kettle Pokemon is ultra trash to me. Mm-hmm. But um the Pokemon that's a spring spoink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. It's the oh, pig, yeah. the, right? The springy pig. Yes. Yeah. So that's for you. It's probably true. the worst looking po. It's not my like, Psydex. My I hate him. <laughs> yeah. He is so annoying. Psyduck. Psyduck. It's so but annoying. Golduck is sweet though. Golduck's sweet. Yeah. yeah. I love Golduck. But <laughs> Golduck is sweet. Like Golduck is a badass man. Like when you see that evolution, Golduck is sweet uh. man. He's great. Uh, How does Misty always get these trash, trash beginner Pokemon like Magikarp? <laughs> and then they evolve into this amazing Pokemon. But Togepi or doesn't evolve into an amazing Pokemon. So your favorite's Charizard. And- my favorite is Charizard. My least favorite is the keychain Pokemon because it's just dumb. Uh, like, why is it a key? Unknown's a pretty trash Pokemon too, like the J and the K. Yeah. And the- I yeah. straight up cut in the episode where my friend and I uh, go ahead and cut Pokemon, I cut all 26 unknowns. Yeah, said, they're, they're all dumb. trash. Yeah, it was, it was a dumb... It. They're was, just doing it to fill room. It was a dumb <laughs> chore in Pokemon Silver to have to go and get those Pokemon. Yeah, so, Silver so and lame. Gold. No, and it did okay, nothing. so now the last question... It changed the game. Huh? Once you caught all 26 unknowns, nothing happened. There was yeah. no thing to happen. There's no achievement 26. or anything. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, so, so the last question is, and you can't choose any of the starter Pokemon. If you okay. had to choose one Pokemon that would pretty much be your Pikachu to travel with you throughout the world and go on Pokemon battles, who would it be? Uh, that's a no-brainer, Umbreon for sure. Uh, I was about to say I can't, I can't like pick Machamp or Dragon. Like, who am I gonna look walking around with a Dragonite? Like, that would be crazy, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm people do it. People do it in Pokemon Go. I know, and then you you can't pick a Pokemon like, like Lapras or Gyarados or something. So, like like you just said, I think I would personally probably pick Jolteon. That's nice. Because out of the Eevee evolutions... That was my favorite, The original too. Eevee. Now, Espeon's that dude. Who did you say? Umbreon's Umbreon. my favorite. Espeon's really sweet, too. Vaporeon was my yep. favorite. I'm sorry. But, yeah, probably something like a Jolteon or something that's like... My my dog type of thing. Well, my Pokemon would be Growlithe, and the reason yeah, and, cool, the, re- and cool the reason pick. why it would be Growlithe because Growlithe is pretty much a dog, and I know that he evolves into Arcanine, and that's a that's a, and that's like getting like a full fledged Ar- German Shepherd, bro. And Arcanine can I think can't Arcanine fly? No, I no, he's just really fast. Okay, but he, yeah, he I would get that. real yeah, far. Yeah, he jumped. Like remember on Samurai Jack, I can jump high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, and wrapping this up again, Zach, thank you again for joining us on yeah, today's podcast. Yeah, definitely going to have you this, on, man, to talk on Pokemon stuff. This so. was, yeah. it, it was really fun, man. But before we let you go, please plug your podcast and then tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at. Yeah, absolutely. So you can uh, follow my show uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Show. And you can find us online at downbshow.com, where we have all the show links to iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play Radio. 
And then all of the other like little podcast catchers that catch it without my knowing have it too. Yeah, so. definitely rate and subscribe. I rate and subscribe to your podcast on Apple Podcast, and I definitely encourage everybody, especially if you're in the know of Pokemon, to subscribe to the it. podcast. Man, I really thank- enjoy listening. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that a lot. I love doing it. It's been a, a real been a real joy for me. As 15 solid weeks of talking about Pokemon has been uh, great for my mental health and it's just a it's a solid it's a solid hour of my week and I, I I really enjoy it. Yeah. That's I mean like that's just like with us, man. It's like doing this podcast. It's just cool like talking with people that we do know and people who we don't know, especially people who we don't know because I feel like it's more of a challenge. Yeah. Like this is our first conversation with you. I've never talked to you minus the couple messages we shared. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. ne- you know, we never met in real life, so and then sometimes you get a complete stranger on here and it just clicks and you have a great conversation like today. So Yeah. yeah so Well, I, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for thank you so much for having me on. Anytime you want to talk about anything, I'm always down. Hit me up. And I can I can literally talk about Pokemon until I'm blue in the face. So <laughs> you know, if you ever want to hit that subject again, by all means. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, all right, Zach, again, like I said, it was cool having you up here, man, and we hope to have you up here again soon. So uh, have a nice day, bro. Hey, you guys too. Uh, hey, when does this uh, show come out so I can make sure that I uh, I throw up some uh, minchies on my on my Twitter and everything? Not that I have many followers. Um, it'll be coming. Yeah, be every coming Tuesday out. we release a new episode. So not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. This Tuesday is going to be, be the Se- our the Sega episode. Yeah, our Sega because Sega does what Nintendo don't, baby. I, oh, I well, I can't wait to listen to that one. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, celebrating excellent. twenty right. years of Dreamcast and sixty years of Sega as a company, Sega! man. So Sega. actually, right. and, and before we, I let you go too, uh, the Sega from the Sega noise from the Sonic the Hedgehog games was like Sega. That's my notification whenever I get text messages because I love Sega. Oh, nice. My favorite Sega was always the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Uh, Sega, yeah. oh, I remember that. <laughs> that was so that. good. Yeah. All right, Zach, bro. We'll talk to you later, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right, Have peace. a good one, guys. Bro, that was awesome, man. Zach was a real cool dude. Again, I enjoy listening to his podcast. He always has a new guest on every week. They talk about the card game, Pokemon themselves, the anime, what you know, whatever. It's not just about, you know, TCG. Yeah, it's, it's all Pokemon. And it, it's related. crazy, too, because um, even bringing them on here, it's like... It we talked like a lot just... about Pokemon, but I don't feel like we accomplished anything. Talk like we were supposed to talk about the history of Pokemon and didn't at all, not once. Well, we I mean, just talked about Pokemon. Well, I mean, yeah. I, well, that's what we said in the intro that we were just going to talk about Pokemon because it's it's too much to cover. I mean, well, I know, yeah, I, I mean, know. obviously, like I said, like I've only played Pokemon from Pokemon Red and Blue all the way up to Silver and Gold, and after that, I never played Diamond and what well, was Diamond and Diamond Pearl. Pearl. And Ruby, Ruby and Sapphire. And, right, I never yeah. played any of those games, so it's like black I would, and white, X and black y. and white, yeah, the, and then black ultra, and, black ultra and white Ruby too, and yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And then you had the remakes, uh, Leaf Green. Oh no, it was, it was an ultra. It was Omega, Omega Ruby, and Omega Sapphire. Yeah, and then the Leaf, Leaf Green. Green, and then they did Heart um, Gold and something Silver. Right, so. and then that's when they did. Um, then they did Sun and Moon, and then Ultra Sun and Moon. Yeah, and, then, and now they're doing Shield and Sword, and I'm sure they'll do. You know, and then even with the animes and then all the movies that have come out, so that's why I said it would have just <laughs> been too much to cover. Um, 
to us. I, I enjoyed everything that we talked about. I mean, it was just a good old fashioned poke, <laughs> Pokemon bro talk. We just talk. got ourselves some good old fashioned. Good old fashioned Pokemon bro talk. And like you said, Zach was really cool. I'm glad we was able to bring him up here as a guest. And hopefully we can make a cameo on his podcast because that would be cool too. So yeah. uh, everybody that's listening, make sure again that you subscribe and like his podcast down B and uh, give that a listen and make sure like we tell you every week to like subscribe and rate leveling up with Benjamin Banks that is on all of your social media not social media but uh what is it uh podcast platforms yeah podcast there we go thanks Trav podcast platforms like Spotify Google Play iTunes podcast we on everything baby so make sure that you follow us on all of that and then make sure that you also like and follow our pages at leveling up banks and we also have a patreon too so make sure that you give us money on that and you can find me your hero benjamin banks on twitter and instagram at king benji underscore banks and then you can find me on facebook just type in benjamin banks now just to let you know there's a benjamin banks facebook page and then i also have a benjamin banks page where you can add me as a friend so you can go to either one of those uh if you just follow the page you can just follow the page but i might add you as a friend but hurry up before i can't spots get no are more limited. yeah spots are limited <laughs> and make sure that you say you send me a message and say hey i listen to your podcast because i be getting some weird friend requests and people be asking for some weird stuff so make sure that you send me something because i'm not doing anything strange for a piece of change that it <laughs> and you can find me on instagram at zk audio and that's it for me man facebook you know the name trav so yeah so let's go ahead and uh roll up on today's episode of gotta catch them all gotta catch them all pokemon